Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hi, it's T. So happy to be back with you on joy versus conditioning. So last time we talked about the one ring and how the one ring is like our joy and our joy wants to be found just like the ring of power in the Lord of the Rings wanted to be found. So that's fabulous. And <laughs> I have felt many of you saying, okay, T, like, what does this have to do with parenting my kid? You're talking about <laughs> movies. You're talking about my joy, but really I just want my kids to stop crying or, you know, whatever is manifesting right in front of you. Um, in this moment. So we're going to, we're going to go there a little bit, maybe not as tactically as you would like, but we're going there um, in this conversation. So, (laughs) so before we do, we're going to take three or four breaths together. And what I'd really love for you to do, you can have your eyes open or closed, whatever feels good to you, find a comfortable seat. But what I'd like for you to do is energetically be gentle with yourself. Just take some mindful breaths in a state of gentle receptivity. You just feel what you feel, scan your body tenderly and just see Are there any areas experiencing discomfort? Just see what you see, feel what you feel. Okay, and go ahead and soften your shoulders, maybe rotate them or do some neck circles or half circles, whatever feels good to you, however you need to move to just soften a little bit there. Great. So why is finding our joy and connecting with our heart important as parents? You know, I just want my kid to stop crying, right? To get back to that. Okay. Here's the deal. It's all about energy. Okay. Energy, energy, energy. And I have a story about a crying kid just to illustrate. It happened to me actually uh, earlier this week. So near my house, there is a track that uh, that I will oftentimes just walk and just, just you know, kind of go lap after lap so I don't have to think too much about where I'm going. I just, I just walk and I breathe and I think and I reflect, what have you. So... Sometimes I'm alone and sometimes there are other people. And so this one day, there was this family, this young, small family 
um, three, right? And one was a toddler. She was in a stroller, absolutely adorable. And mom, I can't remember who was pushing the, the stroller. Mom was pushing and dad was walking next to mom. And I was walking in the opposite direction. So I got to take a look at this beautiful little toddler as she goes by me. And she didn't even wait for me. She went, hi. And she was just a bundle of joy. And it, you can imagine it didn't take much for me to respond in kind. And I was like, hi, sweetie. And so, you know, we had this nice exchange and connection and I kept walking a few more laps and then I noticed that they had pulled off of the track, but I could still see them. And what I heard at first was mom and dad, and, and they were a, a decent distance away, a distance that probably they thought no one else could hear them, but there's a, a, not much of a sound barrier going on in, in uh, the area. So I could hear a lot. And they were, they were arguing about something. And it was really, uh, it was quite a, a nasty exchange. Like, well, I don't understand why. And da, 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 da. just the energy was very negative. And I heard that for about, I don't know, 15 seconds. It felt like a long time before I heard something way overpowering mom and dad. And what I heard overpowering mom and dad was their beautiful toddler crying. And they had not been talking to her, right? They had been interacting with each other and they're pushing her. So they're not even looking at her. They weren't paying much attention to her. They were paying attention to their own exchange. They were in their own worlds and what they seemingly were un, totally unaware of, probably were unaware of, was that there was this whole energetic environment that their daughter was surrounded by. She had no way of getting out of that environment. And I mean, her way, I guess, really, was by voicing, you know, just what was coming to her. She had all this negativity she was taking in and there it goes and she's crying. So why is it important for us as parents to come into more connection, greater connection with our own joy is if mom or dad or both had been able to see things differently connected deeper within themselves, seeing the other one's perspective, um, more aware of their, their daughter, right? If any of those things had been true, they might have decided to table that and have the discussion later. They might have had a different flavor of discussion so there's lots of possibilities. I am only illustrating why it is important energetically for parents, we parents to be more in touch with our heart because of the energetic environment that we create for our children, especially when they are, 
you know, zero to 12 before they go into adolescence and they start the journey of caring more about maybe what somebody else says or spending more time with their peers and with other adults than in the household and with, and with the parents. Very, very important, the energetic environment that our children are surrounded by, that are developing in. Um, and when we can come into greater resonance internally with ourselves and accept different things, different pieces of ourselves, and we're not in as much judgment of ourselves, then we're also not in as much judgment of others. I remember um, growing up and one thing that my mother would say was you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. And I, uh, you know, being the adolescent that I was, when I remember her saying that, I thought, huh, that's, well, that's not true because da, 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 da. And I love this and I love, you know, Duran Duran and I love Michael Jackson and da, da, da. And, you know, so sort of naively having a very narrow view of love, like, superlative preference of music or whatever, and then going on to, you know, more of the romantic notion of love. But really what I have now decades later realized the wisdom of what it was that my mother said in that statement, you can't love someone until you love yourself. You need to step into non-judgment of yourself, non-judgment, complete acceptance, unconditional acceptance of yourself. And that I think is a pretty nice definition of love, right? Unconditional acceptance. When we accept ourselves unconditionally, that's when we can accept others unconditionally with far, far, far fewer conditions as opposed to why can't you and I don't like the way that you and how can I get him to all of that. We see it in a different way when we don't have all the self-judgments and all the I should and why can't I, all of that. So those are a couple of different ways to come at the same thing in terms of our joy because our joy is the same thing as that unconditional acceptance. And it's, I mean, you can think of it two different ways, right? In your conditioned part of yourself, you can think of that as, oh my gosh, that is so heavy. I'm never going to get there. There's always going to be something else. And then if you step out of conditioning and you put a smile on and just breathe a couple of those gentle, tender, receptive breaths, like, 
what else can I step into? What else is possible? Oh, that's a piece I didn't realize I had that I can, I can let go of that because I see other possibilities now. There's endless opportunity for expansion and coming into greater and greater levels of joy, self-acceptance, love. And I promise you that does not happen in a little vacuum. When you begin this, I mean, people can't name it and don't look for people to name it because if you look for someone to say, oh, I noticed this, I noticed that for validation, that's not what it's about. You feel it. They'll feel it. They'll feel it. And then you'll start to notice because it's all about the environment. If you are coming into greater connection with yourself, that emanates from you. That permeates and, and creates the energetic environment around you. And that is why it's really so pivotal, wonderful, vital for us as parents to come into greater connection with our own joy. <sighs> okay, I think that might, um, that might end our conversation about joy versus conditioning. Next time, um, if we go to joy versus conditioning, it will be with uh, maybe a relational parents as a, a company example, just to, uh, to illustrate some of the journey that, uh, that the company has been on as a metaphor for all of our journeys. Have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.